Night Health. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. During the next two hours, the insane Daryl Wayne and I, I'm Mark Allen, we're going to be doing a special program uh, featuring Karen Howard, the CEO and Executive Director of the uh, Organics and Natural Health Association. We've had Karen on the show numerous times over the last few years, but we're actually sitting here at the uh, the offices of uh, of Karen and the Organics and Natural Association. We're going to have some fun today, uh, finding out about a recent conference and finding out what the purpose of um, ONN really is all all about. Daryl, thank you for uh, taking uh, control back there in California. We are, Karen and I, are based here in Washington, D.C., just miles from uh, the Washington Monument, Lincoln Memorial, and all the other great places here in D.C. How's it going back in California, Daryl? It's um, actually another sunny day, but uh, I think it's going to be interrupted here in the next 24 hours. Oh, my. Well, it was snowing in Thousand Oaks, where I live, a couple of days ago. I couldn't believe it. And it was uh, in the 40s here and not snowing. Uh, Karen, thank you for uh, opening your uh, home and your office. It's really, uh, the nickname is Shea Karen. She made a fabulously uh, healthy lunch, and I thank you for that to start. It is a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Tell us... uh, We've talked about this before. What is the Organic to Natural Association, Health Association, all about? It's really all about um, changing the relationship between consumers and corporations at its heart. So we represent the entire supply chain, primarily for dietary supplements, and that includes everything from raw ingredients to manufacturers and brands. But even more importantly, it also includes consumer organizations and retailers. So every decision we make on any project that we begin, the answer is, will this be to the benefit of consumers and how? Um, that, that really gets us through any trouble spots that we might have. We're not, we're not here to protect any con- particular law like Deshay. We're really here to make changes that have a lasting impact and change the healthcare paradigm. And, but the, the key here is not to protect manufacturers, but it's to protect both manufacturers and consumers? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we often tell people that we know that by doing the right thing that corporations will make money. And the right thing is what consumers are telling us that they want. So they want transparency, traceability, and accountability in the supply chain, and they're demanding it. So all of our, um, all of our members sign an attestation that they aspire to be organic, avoid GMOs, only use seals and labels that are meaningful that we think have value for consumers and not are not confusing, and they sign that every year. We also do things like uh, we're doing a three-year, we're in year three of a glyphosate testing program because we want to understand if there's glyphosate in the system, where it is, what it means for all of us. That's a roundup for those of you who don't know. That's right. Uh, uh, thank you, Monsanto, uh, for that one. I remember my father walking around the house with his bucket of the stuff and spraying it on weeds. It's a weed killer. It's a weed killer and it's used to desiccate the foliage on certain plants that we eat on a regular basis like chickpeas. Just the nature of our farming has changed so much that people don't have the equipment that they used to have. So everybody's on a cycle and the big machines come through to clear everything out, which means your plants can't be 
ready when they want to be ready, you have to make them ready if you're not organically farming. So, yeah, I tell everyone, only eat organic oats and organic chickpeas because those are two of the biggest violators. One of the things uh, that, that you do also, you did a study, uh, helped to do a study last year on vitamin D. You're about to do one on uh, omega-3s. Actually, we've been, we just finished our second year of the omega-3 study. Oh, wow. It's gone by really fast. And we're, we have the uh, good fortune of talking with uh, Grassroots Health Today, Carol Baggerly, who founded that organization, is my partner in this. So we've done this amazing work on vitamin D, including petitioning the Food and Drug Administration for a health claim relating to increased vitamin D levels and the reduction in preterm births. And now we're two years into the omega-3. We're, we're going to do another short, like, three- to six-month study to figure out the appropriate dose response, like how much should I be taking to get to 8%. And we've started conversations just in the last week of doing the same kind of project with magnesium. Wow. Yeah. This is this is really exciting. Very stuff. exciting. When I get a bottle, I was looking. We we both just reached in. We had lunch. We both reached for our supplements, right? And when I had mine in my pocket, but uh, when you look at a label of supplements, there are so many people and doctors who say to me, "It doesn't have to." Even though it says vitamin C or vitamin D or omega-3, it doesn't, even though it says that on the label, it doesn't have to be there inside the capsule or pill. Is that true? No, of course not. I mean, the law says that what's in the bottle has to be on the label and vice versa. The question is, is you know, are people doing it? Now, there are standards for manufacturing practices that everyone adheres to. There, it's not to say there aren't problem children in the industry. There are. Um, but by by and large, people are trying to do the best that they can, um, and it's a misnomer that we're an unregulated industry. We're actually the second most regulated of foods because we are regulated as a food. Uh, I'm here at your home, uh, and and you take a lot of supplements. You make your own kombucha. Uh, you cook yourself. You drink uh, um, uh, 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 filtered water. Uh, you, you're walking the walk and talking the talk. Yes. Have you always? No. Um, I, I can I can successfully say I haven't had any fast food since 2002, and that really my awakening came when I here in the bastion of Washington D.C. where there wasn't a Whole Foods until around that time. Um, I became the executive director for the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians and of the Association of Schools. And that was really an enlightening process for me and one that I am very grateful for. Wow. So it, it was a, a light switch for you to go on. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's what I have, wish I had known when my, my kids were pretty young, but when they were babies, what I wish I had known and the things that they have learned um, have been fun to watch and, and see where they... You know, the things that they actually believe mom is right, which, of course, is always a limited number. But, but yeah, the way that they're Wait, you lives, get that? Because uh, that doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> I get it on right? occasion. <laughs> I do. Arnica is always a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they like that. Nano Silver is another one. Uh, what about uh, you just had a big conference. Yes. Um, uh, Daryl and I were not offended that the invitations got lost in the mail. But uh, you had a conference. Tell us what the conference was all about. 
um, the conference was Healthy People, Healthy Planet was the theme. And, and unlike a lot of these conferences, and I go to most of them, ours is pretty space limited because we're a very selective organization. So we had about 70 people there, and we like it that way. Our goal is to really, this year was really to, to work with our members to help them understand the value of connecting regenerative agriculture to the dietary supplement world. So one of the most popular speakers was a, a farmer from Georgia with the thickest accent you could ever hear. Y'all. Who sat and, worse, who sat and, <laughs> t- heavier, not worse, beautiful, who sat and told us the story about how his fifth-generation family farm trans transferred out of the CAFO status and became a regenerative um, farm that's like now 30 species and and uh, there's a, they process their own meats and it's it's an amazing story and I think it's really critical at this venture because of this transparency initiative and the and the la- the savvy of the consumers of dietary supplements it's only a matter of time before people who are consuming collagen eggshell membrane whey um, begin to wonder if they're sourcing their products from animals that were grass-fed or actually raised on CAFO lots. Interesting. Uh, what's the difference between regenerative and sustainability? You know, interchangeable in some ways, but the regenerative is being defined. The better question is, is there a difference between that and organic? So it's actually organic plus, and it's really about reinvesting in the soil and complex ways that sustain a lo- the crops on top, not just cattle, but the chickens and the trees and the plants that are there to support those lifestyles. So it's, a, it's really going back, you know, generations and doing it the way it used to be. And one of the things that's so cool about it is the amount of water that the soil can retain is so substantially significant that it really could solve, uh, carbon aside, it could solve one of the biggest problems that we're facing in the future, which is a lack of water. One of the things that I don't understand, if we're going back and farming the way we did, say, 100 years ago, why does a head of lettuce that's organic cost two to three times as much as what they call contemporarily grown? And by the way, I do pay for the extra money for for that lettuce, probably 80% of the time. You know, I, I think there's a fallacy out there that says yield can't be as high if it's organic because we don't use pesticides. That's not true. Your soil will actually regenerate more produce um, if you use regenerative. But I do think it's scale. You know, it's smaller farmers trying to figure out how to do this right and do it well in bigger um, lots. And I'm seeing a lot of, I go to a lot of regenerative health conferences I go to these conferences, I see a lot of women and young people who are entering into this market. So it's who wants to transition and if enough people are. And then on the meat side, there are even more complications to it. But it's really about more people doing it and buying in and doing that transitional phase. Uh, Karen and I will continue our conversation. We've got a lot of guests coming up here on Late Night Health. Don't you dare go away. I'm going to turn the reins back over to the insane Daryl Wayne. Karen Howard and I return. Don't go away. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. Welcome to Guide to the Soul. This is Robert Clancy. Although it's easy to draw a line in the sand, 
It's always worth the extra effort to draw from your heart. Hatred and anger are so easy to fall upon, especially when you become frustrated with someone. Love and forgiveness may take some work, but just look at the benefits. In the heat of the moment, you can easily say something regrettable, but you can also take a deep breath and think, is this worth the anguish? You can stand up and shout and protest against something you disagree with, but quite often, it's the quiet heart that speaks louder than any anger ever could. Tempered steel is strongest when it's been cooled. When you let anger pass you by, you will always return to a place of love. For more inspiration from Robert Clancy, visit GuideToTheSoul.com or go to the Moments with Robert page on LateNightHealth.com. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem. But trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. 